0: Welcome to Lemonade. Here we talk, Fika really, with people who take life's lemons and make something sweet, like lemonade. Throughout the course of this program, we talk to individuals, entrepreneurs, pastorpreneurs, people who have a zest for life and are truly pursuing, no matter the obstacle, an opportunity. I'm Katie, creator of Lemonade, founder of Fishing for Fika, coffee consumer mom, wife, and talker for life. Welcome to Lemonade. I'm talking today with Stefania, creator of Pasta Box. Located in Madison, New Jersey, she created this business and truly made lemonade out of lemons. During the COVID-19 pandemic, she has come to take her passion for cooking and put it into play with a unique business that offers its patrons home deliveries with fresh pasta and ingredients perfectly packaged to have them cook and create at home. It is truly a unique experience, one that I have personally tasted and loved, and I'm so thrilled to welcome her today. I want you to walk me through, it's the middle of a pandemic, you're sitting in the kitchen or in your house in a place of comfort, doing things that you love, like cooking that bring you joy. Where did the idea of pasta in a box come from, pasta box? Where did this idea of how we get the product to the people and it's packaged so beautifully, you could just talk about from start to finish or conception, so to speak, where this idea came from about the way that we can order your product and the way that you package it and so forth. I was sitting on my couch
1: <laughs> thinking of what I could do to during this time, during this difficult time, what could I do? I do something, want to still do something that I love, but I also wanted to do something to help out my family a bit. So I thought, okay, why not combine my love for food and my passion for something aesthetically pleasing as well. So hence the packaging with what people are requesting now. So something organic and healthy. And how can and I'm then in my mind simply started thinking, well, people are leery about going food shopping still, but they still want to order food for their family. And a lot of options are out there. It's not just pasta box, there's a lot of delivery options. However, not everything is super fresh and organic and with no preservatives. And when you're home, you tend to kind of pick and pick all day at different things. So I figured I would give families an option to have a healthy meal by creating an experience. So I thought, okay, I'll create a box. I'm going to create a pasta box where inside, when you open it, you actually have the experience of cooking for yourself but simplified. There's instructions inside for each type of different pasta. There's instructions on how to make lasagna. There's instructions on how to create the dish that's inside the box. So it gives an experience, but it's simple and it's also healthy.
0: And prior to this conception, what was the one thing that was sort of holding you back in non-COVID-19 times from taking this Passion and turning it into a profession? To be honest, probably time. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: time would probably be the biggest thing. And also, I guess, a little bit of fear of putting myself out there. I mean, I know that I can cook pretty well. I was just wondering how people would, rec- you know, the reception would be on the other side. So when this COVID and our pandemic and the stay at home and all these different restrictions happened, I thought, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to try. I'm going to give clients the opportunity to taste something that I love. So my passion transmitted into food, I will deliver it to them so they can feel safe. They don't have to leave the house. Everything is Package clean, it's all eco friendly, everything is recyclable, things are organic. So, there it's just, again, it's just the whole idea of an experience. And I just wanted to do something for my community.
0: I think what's really one of my favorite aspects about the origination of small business are the small but significant stories that are attached to it. So, you go from creating a product to then introducing it to friends. And when we talk about reception, how quickly did you go from your packaging and from delivering on a doorstep, which I got a doorstep delivery that was delicious, of course. But I want to talk about how quickly that process became to where you were accepting orders because that's really what's floored me about your story is it really shows that when we do have time, how quickly things can come together.
1: So, let's say, from the start of my idea in my head to creating the first packages and ordering you know the packaging and trying out different options and delivering it to friends who are willing to taste be my taste testers, let's say, and so that I could get feedback you know on how things could be modified or what was could be more user friendly, et cetera to actually putting it out there, creating a Facebook page and having the incredible and mind-blowing feedback that I've had, which I'm so grateful for. I would say two
0: weeks. Absolutely incredible. And so now walk us through what a week of your business looks like in terms of when you start making your product to when you doorstep deliver it. Well, these weeks
1: have been incredibly satisfying and also crazy, absolutely crazy. I have been my typical day. I'll tell you my typical day. My typical day is <laughs> up at 4 a.m., shaking my daughter awake because my husband is currently working in Texas, so I'm single parenting my child through this. I shake her awake and take her with me to the lab where we have our pasta machine and where the fridges are. I start to make pasta at 4 a.m. and till about 8. I put everything away in the fridge for the resting times necessary, go back home, make breakfast. Then I start going through my orders, printing out com- confirmations, sending them to clients, and the packaging begins. So we start to set up the boxes and the stickers and making sure that all the allergy stickers are on all the information for the client is out there that it make it as user-friendly as possible. And then I go about my day and do other things that moms do. Around when, after my daughter goes to bed, I go through all my different orders again, things I received during the day, answer emails as soon as possible, try to give information. And I go to bed around one or two and get up again at four the next morning to continue the process. I also run the Facebook page, which I am trying to make even more user-friendly, trying to develop it so that we can eventually shop online so that it's easier for people to just click a button and order. And then I run the Instagram page. So uploading pictures and, and making sure that it's, you know, people are getting the right information. And then in my free time, I develop <laughs> I develop recipes. So I also cook and taste test throughout the whole week. I have two days of delivery, Wednesday and Friday. I am hoping to make Monday become also a delivery date. So use the weekend to cook so that I can deliver on a Monday. Like I said, I do taste tests. So you know, try new recipes out, see how they taste, if I, if they are interesting for the client, if they're not. And I just keep developing. My mind is just a constant wheel spinning.
0: Stefania, one of my favorite things about talking to entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs and women entrepreneurs who are moms is I'm, I'm always feeling first of all, really satisfied that someone else has as little sleep as I do. (laughs) But at the same time, it's very telling about when we have a dream and we want it to come to fruition, how much we can do and how capable we are with full plates. But that being said, so many women and so many people in general sometimes do the dangerous art of comparison. And it's like, look at what Stefania's doing and I wish I could do that. And I wish I had the time. What advice would you give others and even your former self who was maybe full of a little bit of fear or doubt and then coupled with a lack of time? What advice would you give people who are looking for an opportunity but struggle with that old adage of like, there's never enough time or, you know, I have a full plate. How would you direct them?
1: Well, I would say to my former self and to those who have doubts, I would say, try, throw yourself out there. You'll never know until you try. And if you don't, you'll always wonder what if. And I think that was another thing that pushed me was, I know that I can deliver a good product. My friends tell me I can deliver a good product. The people I have cooked for always have liked my food. So I said, well, why not? Let's try it. I mean, if it works, fantastic. If it doesn't, at least I know I tried. Had the courage to put myself out there. And it's true. It's time consuming. And I have been exhausted, but it's a happy kind of exhaustion. Although the first days were kind of like having a newborn again, where you don't quite know what time of day it is or night, but I am truly enjoying it. I think you need to try. That's that's the hard, that's the only real advice I can do. And, and do you and be you. Don't look at what others are doing. Don't compare because you don't know what the struggles of the other people are. They might look like everything's perfect, but it might not be
0: talk to me a little bit more about the product in terms of the love that's poured in what are the products that you started with and where are you now and where do you see the product going like give me a sneak peek and let my stomach in on a secret here what are what are we looking forward to but i want to i want people to hear in terms of we've talked about how quickly this has come to fruition but also just how things are developing in terms of where you started with what you were offering to where you are now so initially we started with the idea of offering
1: three types of base pastas with three types of sauces, giving the client a choice to mix and match and create their own experience so create their own box. And then we were going to offer specials, which were in the lasagna, the meat lasagna and the ricotta gnocchi, which have now, because of the fabulous request, become a staple. So they are going to be on our core menu forever. People have requested it and I've seen how much people have enjoyed it in the past three weeks. So I think I'm going to make it part of the menu. And then my idea is to launch a weekly special every Sunday, every Sunday on our, on our website, we put a weekly special. So there is, so it can be a new experience you know, we have bruschetta the other week, which we have, we are making fresh bread with marinated tomatoes. And then this week we had uh, one of our core pastas, but with a new type of sauce. So kind of like a comfort creamy sauce. So our aim is to give something new each week on top of what the base is, because someone may want to try and be adventurous. Some people may just want to stick with what they already know. So we're giving them opportunity down the line I am hoping to increase the amount of products which are available, rotate more specials and keep growing. I have a goal in mind, which I can't share just yet because it's a project that we're developing, but I would definitely want to expand, expand and let people
0: enjoy my food and, and try something new. So, before Pasta Box, what were you doing? And do you envision going back to that after COVID 19? Or is COVID 19 the beginning of the not just passion project, but professional pursuit full time of this endeavor? I'm hoping it will continue. I
1: think this is my, this would mean me doing something from the heart because I really enjoy it. So, this is really me before i was staying at home but helping my husband let's say part time with work so doing kind of being kind of like that the jolly in the office when people from home when people need something or if we had for example meetings with clients i have flown to texas to have business meetings with some clients and flown back and forth and then do some of you know the paperwork here at home and i enjoy it i Fully enjoy it, and it's what I was doing before having my daughter, but this is truly something which is me. It comes from me it's developed by me going forward. this is something I would like to continue pursuing.
0: I love it. What is your thought process on how to manage self care while creating a business which you referenced is like having a baby because it I mean <laughs> so much of cooking yes. and Like from the soul and and it being your joy. But I also know from just my own limited experience, doing something I'm passionate about and then bringing it into my professional realm. It doesn't necessarily rob me of the joy, but it does take some of the energy and become exhaustion. And so I have to be very careful about my self-care. And so I think- What are you doing for self-care essentially?
1: (laughs) Well- let's say physically self-care, I do look like I've had a newborn. (laughs) This is not only COVID due to COVID, but lack of time. I have tried to maintain myself with, you know, home many petties, which are not very successful, but I have managed to find a little bit of time for myself. I really love to read. And as tired as I am, I still try to read a chapter before bed. Or I ask my daughter if she could please give me half an hour so that I can do some yoga. She and I both like to meditate. We do it together, so even though it's not really me time, as in I'm alone, it's still me time. But I'm sharing it with her, which is nice. I try. I try to go for walks with my friends when I can, which is uplifting because we get to kind of, you know go outside of what is our everyday little circle. We socially distance walk, but it's still nice to see, you know, friendly faces and just share and speak and catch up. And you
0: mentioned um, your husband working in Texas throughout this. And so I imagine it in a way that this is incredibly empowering for your daughter to see how, despite the full plate, you continue to add, but you add with joy and you do so out of love and create something. But how is that for you creatively as well as just for your own sense of, you know, not having your your partner in crime by your side, how has that shaped or impacted the business and its development as well?
1: It's definitely been trying in the sense that, I have to take her with me everywhere. She doesn't really have a choice. She's kind of attached to the hip. And she has been fabulous helping me. She's made my helper. She's helped me do a lot of things. She's also my taste tester very often. <laughs> and she has been enjoying it. I have been trying to involve her as much as possible, show her how things Evolve and show her also the mistakes that I've made, I'm making along the way. And I will tell you, the biggest satisfaction was when I apologized to her for not having played with her when I had promised I would because I had so many orders to fulfill. And she said to me, Mommy, but I know you're, you know, following your dream and I'm proud of you. And it was really, it filled my heart. I felt guilty, but it filled my heart. And so it's good. I think it's good that she sees that if you, want something and you work really hard for it, that
0: you can actually reach it. It That's incredible. I'm always curious when I talk to moms in this pandemic about the changes that we are experiencing that will remain long after this pandemic ends. And I know you referenced continuing this business, but what are some of the other practices or the habits or just The simple daily tasks that you're doing at home that you hope and and that are the lemonade of this, that you're really tasting the sweetness of life because we're home and we're with nowhere to go confronting dreams or tackling obstacles that we previously wouldn't have. What are some of the other things that are happening in life that are, are sweet despite the bitterness around us?
1: Definitely spending more time together. I know that sounds crazy because we're all like, get me out of the house and away from my children at <laughs> certain times of the day. And trust me, I have so many of those moments in which I just like, mommy's going to take a shower and I take a few minutes for myself. But it's been nice to do things together that we kind of rushed through on a normal day if, had we not been home for the pandemic. It's been fun to build Legos it's been fun to go for walks. We go for a walk every morning together and we play games along the walk or we just chat or sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just listen to music from my iPhone and we sing or, you know, we, it's just, it's been, it's been nice. And it's been a lot of one-on-one because yes, my husband has been away. He's been working through the pandemic. And so it's been, it's been hard, hard at times, but I think stop and smell the roses as they say and enjoy what you have is very true to this time that we've been going through.
0: Talk to me a little bit about what advice you'd give a mom who finds herself in a similar situation as you where you are right now the primary caretaker of your child and still have professional responsibilities, personal needs and goals and you find yourself looking to either mix it up or just need an affirmation that hard times don't last tough time you know or tough people do so what would you say to a mom in this type of similar situation
1: i would say be kind to yourself we all have moments in which we're frustrated and we're angry and our kids are driving us crazy But it's okay. And and it's okay to take some time for yourself, whether it be to get a sitter and just get out for an hour, shop on your own, go for a walk. It's okay because you can't be a good parent if you don't have time for yourself. Are you there? It goes back to self care again. (laughs) Can Um, you hear me? And it's, it's, it's going to be okay. I know it's a rough time, but it is going to be okay. My, but my husband says I live in a bubble of positivity, which is, very possible. I kind of like my bubble, but it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's going to be okay. That's what I keep repeating to myself. It's going to be okay. Good things will come out of this. I am one of those people who have experienced some negative things in the past few years. And I always say that there is a reason for things to happen to you. You always grow stronger and you will get something out of it.
0: Talk to me about pasta box and how someone in the Madison, New Jersey area can acquire some of this delicious pasta. What do we need to do? You need to follow our Instagram,
1: pasta box orders, go onto our Facebook page and follow us as well. That's where you can find our menu. That's where you can find all the new specials. And there is an email linked to it where you can Email your order, email any questions I'm happy to answer. I am happy to give any suggestions if people are not sure about what to order, which has happened several times. And just keep following us. You will see something new. I will personally deliver the package to you. Like we said, free of any type of contact delivered to your front door. I will ring your doorbell and let you know when I am coming to deliver and then just enjoy it.
0: What do you hope in five years if you and I are sitting down and revisiting this conversation? What do you hope to learn and what do you hope to have when it comes to this business? I hope to still love it as much as I do today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I hope that it heads down the road of my dreams because I do have small little goals that I want to reach. I hope that people are still enjoying it and that. I have kept growing from this whole experience.
0: I would like to say that having tasted this, what I always enjoy most about a meal is the experience around the table. And what I was wondering is what does an experience around your table look like? Because since I didn't create this food, but I got the sincere pleasure of tasting it, I found myself when my own daughter asked, who made this for me, mommy? And what does their table look like? Thinking, well, that's just the perfect question to (laughs) ask her. So I would. So I made her a promise at five that I would ask. And so there it is. What does a meal, especially one of yours around your table look like? And and why is that so important that that be communicated, not just to your family, but obviously for your customer? Because we are thinking about the person who made this, who created such beautiful product and a delicious one at that.
1: Well, right now my kitchen is, and my cage of table is something you probably, (laughs) somewhat (laughs) chaotic at this very moment. But I try to sit down and have dinner every night with my family, whether it be the three of us or just the two of us. Because as my daughter made me notice one day, she said, mommy, you always eat standing up while you're feeding everyone else. And that might must be the mother hen in me that wants to make sure everyone's fed and I can eat later, but it is important to sit. So we set, I like to set the table. I am very visual. I like to set it, make sure everything's set properly and, and looks pretty. And then I like to cook and I like to present my meals and um, make sure that they're very pleasing. So I try to make them look as pretty as possible when I serve them on the plate. I like to sit. I like the to hear people chew and say, mmm, that's good. Ooh, wow. That tastes good. I like that texture. I like this flavor. So that's basically what our house kind of looks like when we sit down. I am always making sure that "Did you like the taste? And did you like the flavor? Do you think, do you like how I mixed it? I'm always asking because in my head, I'm already creating a new recipe or changing something about the one I've already made.
0: So million dollar question that I've been wanting to ask you is what's your favorite type of pasta? Just because again, watching you create these things and I'm sure that they're all beloved for a particular reason, but I always think about like, since you've mentioned growing up and spending summers in Italy and being introduced by your father to, you know, your culinary preferences and passions, I always wonder like, what is your favorite pasta and what, and what memory or feeling is attached to it? If so, if there is one, I have many.
1: <laughs> um, I have many. And my household tends to love lasagna. So we do eat a lot of that. And I do love lasagna. There is one special pasta that I love that I have not offered my public yet, but it's in the works. Mm. It's a type of butternut squash filled ravioli with amaretto sauce in it.
0: Mm.
1: It is my favorite pasta because it reminds me of when I met my husband and one of the first places we ate overlooking the seaside. It's one of my favorite meals. It comes with a saffron and walnut sauce.
0: And it's just something which brings me back 20 years. I love it. I I think that's the best because really what your business is so emblematic of is not just the food that we taste, but the stories that accompany it. And I love that your brand is based off of not just your joy, but of the joyful memories. And because you're not only remembering them as you're cooking, but you're gifting them and other people are creating them as they consume. So it's really a beautiful relationship and cycle to follow. I would say that What I'm so impressed and just humbled by is your tenacity for this. And I love the fact that it came so quickly to fruition. I think many of us have been sitting at home living our best quarantine lives and and enjoying moments with our family, but also thinking deeper about what we dream for ourselves. And what I wanted to really talk about in closing tonight with COVID-19 and making lemonade is that And you referenced it a little bit that some of the most sour things can really turn to be some of the things that we thirst for the most and consume with great appreciation. So out of this pandemic, when you look at this business and you look at everything you've created and you look at everything that is and will be down the road, do you have a few words or a way to describe what that's done to sort of revolutionize and reprioritize where you're headed? I will say that
1: it has grounded me in the sense and humbled me. I have realized that you can make lemonade out of lemons and you really truly can make it work. And I just want to give someone else an experience, a joyful experience, create a memory and know that when they talk about that dinner they had amongst family and friends, they can savor in their mind what they ate and know that I created it for them.
0: It's not only delicious, it's really um, mesmerizing to see food come alive in that aspect for me, especially just as a storyteller, to know that your story, to hear it again tonight, and then to know that other people will listen to it. It's almost like every bite taste that much better to me because there really is such joy, love, and comfort behind it. So I want to thank you for not just tonight, but for creating this delicious pasta, which I need to order more of so that I can not just feed my family, but my soul. And I want to thank you for that. It's just been such a pleasure and a privilege to talk with you. Thank you so much, Katie. You said the exact words, it feeds your soul.
1: And I think that is one of the best things that someone could have to fill their soul with something which makes them feel good. And that's what I hope to do.